Welcome back to the sports scene, everyone. It's your host, Rika Poole, back again with another episode of Athlete Society. Today is a split episode where we will dive deep into the contrasting lives of squad swimmer Mayor Farah and ex-tennis player Ben Rossi. Both guests will provide interesting insight into inspirations, aspirations, and the notion of diversity becoming prevalent issues in both sports. Welcome to Athlete Society. Ben, give us a brief history of your course in sport. Okay, so I play tennis, and I've been playing tennis since I was nine years old. I started off playing junior comp on a Saturday morning, training about once or twice a week. I then progressed to start entering tournaments at the age of about 10 or 11. Um, Ranking tournaments that gave me my first bit of points, that gave me a bit of a ranking. And from there, I knew I, I loved tennis. I wanted to kind of pursue it. And I joined Box Hill Senior Tennis School at year seven and wanted to take tennis more serious and play more tournaments. From there, I managed to get a ranking of about 600 in Australia by year 10 and then COVID kind of hit. Wow. And yeah, injury plus a bit of demotivation came along the way. So what really inspired you to begin tennis or was that just a family notion? So no one in my family plays tennis, but uh, it was more of a inspiration from watching Australian Open originally because I took up tennis after quitting karate. And soccer. And because I didn't really find any love for it. And I was like, why not just play tennis? Try it out. Found that I had some sort of a bit of a... Talent. Talent, I guess, in a way. Yep. And then took it up. Yeah, so in reference to tennis, what athletes do you think have had the hardest journeys? Hardest journeys? Yeah. Or have come back from a setback and that's inspired In tennis? Yeah. Um, okay, so there's, I'd say there's one player called Juan Martin Del Potro. He's been injured uh, multiple times throughout his career and was able to, you know, c- kind of come back, you know, after having injury setbacks and also his coach passing away, which I think is yeah, can really be a hard bad. thing for someone like that. Um, I also look up to someone like Nick Kyrgios because he has a lot of setbacks mentally. And I feel like he is able to... He, he's fighting his own battle. Yeah. And is able to... Very yeah. But awesome. he's able when he's able to control it, it's quite inspiring because yeah. he's great at tennis. Yeah, interesting. I know you've, you mentioned that you've been injured. How, how did you find defeating that setback? And do you have any advice for any other players? I'd say that... Well, for one, I was injured. I tore my uh, left knee about in year nine and that that took it out of me because I couldn't really it, recover fully mm-hmm. from it yeah. it's chronic tear yeah. I'd say the thing with setbacks is it doesn't really change what you've already achieved but yeah. also you don't really lose any progress in terms of like training yeah it's not like you just magically lose the ability everyone can really make it back as long as they give themselves time and 
be patient. Interesting. We're going to start talking about diversity. Now, I know that from basketball it's a really diverse sport. You have your women's league and you have your men's league, and that's the same with tennis. Is there any issues surrounding this? Like, So, with tennis, um, men and women in the grand the Grand Slam level, so we're talking Australian, US, French and Wimbledon opens. Yeah. Women and ma male get the same pay yeah. throughout the whole tournament. So if a man gets 50K first round, the women will get 50K first okay. round. So it's equal pay yeah. for each round. So yeah. the only uh, big debate with that is women only have to play three sets, men have to play Ooh, five sets. interesting, yeah. So there's, I guess, a different output. So the endurance, I think women are not able to physically endure that amount of physical activity. Is that the case? Or? It could be, yeah. I mean, I that's why I originally think that they created a three set to oh, five set um, thing. But honestly, they're two complete different sports because, um, you know, a lot of biological factors come into yep. it. And, you know, they kind of just have to be viewed as two different sports, yeah. but are getting paid the same because they're under the same event. Yeah. Now, in consideration of diversity, racial diversity, is there any barriers in tennis that you know of? In Australia, it's very, I guess, honestly, white-dominated sport. Yeah. Naturally, just through, it's not, Physical it's not. Action. No, it's more just a cultural thing. Yeah. It's very heavily Eastern European dominated. Mm. Naturally, with the history of sport. That's how it is. But there's no real barriers for anyone to not play. I mean, anyone in any size can really compete. Yeah. And it's shown on the big league. Like. Yeah. Nick Curious is... Oh. Half Aboriginal, yes. half Greek. Yeah. I believe. And do you think Australia needs to do anything about this, or do you think we're going pretty progressive in the way that we're travelling upon racial diversity? I don't know. I view it as more Australia could just needs to promote the sport more yeah. rather than promote you know and, and there's nothing stopping anyone from playing the sport if they don't want to play they don't want to play it are you trying are you doing anything to get back into the sport are you trying to progress in that area yeah um i'd say i i want to i want to get back into it yeah um i don't really know when but if it's coaching if it's playing tournaments like i could still probably get back into playing serious but mm -hmm. what's stopping you right now i guess a bit of a motivation and also just a you know like i feel like when we're 18 there's a lot of things happening yeah, you know a lot of, a lot of different factors come into play yeah. and a lot of things in life are just changing so i don't know like i'd say a year, a year ago i wouldn't have wouldn't have thought that i'd be taking a huge break from it yeah so I don't know what will happen in next year. Do you have pre-Ben who, pre-COVID, pre-injuries, what would you say to him now? What advice would you give him? I'd say um, don't be as afraid of uh, people that look like they're in a higher position than you, yeah. when in reality it's just like, for example, people that are higher ranked. It yeah. doesn't really mean anything. Realistically, they're, they're looking at other people that are higher ranked than themselves and are thinking the exact same thing, like, oh my goodness, how am I going to even succeed? Like, we're all just trying to... We've all got the same objective and it's just a win. So, like, I don't know. It was a very big mindset thing, tennis. Like, it's just, it's just so such a... 
mind game that yeah. I need. I should have paid more attention to. I was tra- I was paying more attention to it physically rather than mentally. Mentally, it's where it's at. Any key takeaways for any other athletes wanting to enter the tennis scene? Go for it. I mean, don't don't waste your time on coaches that will half-ass train you. Just compete with people that are better than you, and you'll absolutely progress to the max. Don't waste your time with uh, nobodies. And yeah. <laughs>
it's really diverse in so you would say it's pretty inclusive on the racial side yeah well in my squad there wasn't really i was like the only asian kid besides this other girl right did you experience any racial discrimination or was it (laughs) yes you did and do you want to lead into that a bit more um well, basically, no one liked me because I was Asian, which wow. sounds kind of like like all the coaches were like white, and so was right. like like all so the there was a stigma around. Yeah, and like the the boys in like my team would just like make fun of me and my friend because we were both Asian. But the girls That's weren't. Horrible. It wasn't like. It was just like. It was like the boys that thought they were like better than everyone yeah. else, and like obviously everyone took swimming very seriously, but yeah. they were like very like. Interesting. Now, considering diversity, I want to touch on the barriers of gender. Do you see any gender discrimination or is there a balance between that? I know they've brought in new circumstances into the Olympics and competing that transgender women aren't allowed to compete in the same as same as the men, even though they've transitioned already. Oh, really? Yeah, what's your thoughts on that? Um, well, I think that's like... I feel like they would like not like they might stop doing swimming because of that and I feel like that's of not course. really and some people inclusive. argue that it's not inclusive and people argue that oh they they obviously aren't going they're going to have an advantage because of their muscular strength and they don't have the same hormones so they can push faster and their physical capacity is greater than a woman because because they were originally a man but during a transition they're not educated because during transition the hormones are taken away so you have the exact same amount of hormones as a woman so it's really it's pretty sad on that hand do you believe that women's league and men's league should be combined i think well i don't really know i feel like it'd be good to see the women and the men race like if they've got like a separate race or something like that interesting um which would be like cool to see just to see the different levels and advantages yeah. and disadvantages to see like who would win like mm. yeah interesting or like if women are better at freestyle and men are better at backstroke yeah like it'd get like different statistics and stuff like that which would be fun to see on the whole on diversity gender age race do you think australia is portraying it correctly in the media or do you think that we need to work on it a lot more i feel like most famous like swimmers mm-hmm. are all like white. Yeah, it's that's a very what I've noticed. White yeah. sport. Like we don't really have many. Like all the ones in the Olympics, mm-hmm. they're all white. And you and see, you have the B-list players. I know for a fact. I've looked into it. B-list players. You have a lot of people of color. You have your Aboriginal, mm-hmm. Torres Strait Islander, Asian, Indian, whatever ethnicity. But they're always in the lower league. And I'm not sure if that's just because of their status or if they're not good enough yet. But it's really interesting to see that our Australian Olympic team yeah. is predominantly like that. when they advertise them on, as like as well on the news and they yes. like have them all lined up it's, it's literally like, every it's, single person yeah. is white <laughs> and it's glorified almost and it's it's pretty sad it in is. a progressive world that we live in do you have any advice and opinions to give other swimmers setbacks pushing forwards what's a key takeaway early on push yourself to your limits because yeah. you will thank yourself later yes Like, definitely. That's my one thing that I would keep. Perfect. Thanks so much for your insight and education. It's been a good time. Thanks. It's been great. I love talking about it.